in a world where a millennial and a non-millennial make a podcast. Live from the Thailand studios in beautiful downtown North Hollywood, it's the Me and Marcus Show. Hey, what's up? So we're doing a little something, something different, different. Welcome to season two-ish. <laughs> yeah, it is season two-ish. We're trying to get somebody to wrap up season one-ish, but... Yeah, that it's would amazing just be a, we even got the people we got. <laughs> yeah, the, whoever wraps up the season one ish could just be a guest two ish or guest ish. You know what? Surprise! I'm very guest. happy with David Rabinowitz being our wrap up for you know season what? one. Yeah, he killed what it. F- that show. By the way, I listened to it. I'm not a fan of listening. Really? To myself. I'm not a fan of listening to himself the way that Roy's a fan of watching himself. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. <laughs> but. It was a great intro. Mm-hmm. It it was a great discussion about race in America and how far we haven't come. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, we are not. Don't get it twisted. We're not in a post-racial America. Quite don't yet. get it twisted. <laughs> yes, you're allowed to appropriate for that particular. Um, so it was a great conversation. Yeah, the movie's doing amazingly. I went and saw the movie. Yeah. I went by myself. My wife was busy, and I was like, "I, I really had you to go what? see that's it." You know what? That's the best way to go see a movie. Yeah, is by well, yourself. because I also started crying. Oh, that, it, there you go. It's fine. <laughs> I haven't. Well, yeah. You know what? I said on Facebook that my eyes welled up, but I was legit crying because some <laughs> of the stuff that happened towards the end was it was just too heavy. Oh. It, it really bummed me out on a level that of where we're at in America. And, and I'm not going to go well. It's because of. Antifa on the left, or it's because of the right. It just is what it fucking is. Mm. And it's disturbing and it's sad. And again, I don't want to use ageism, but I grew up in a time of a lot of racism. And I feel like, of course, it's not, well, maybe it is as bad. It was just never as noticeable because we didn't have access Mm -hmm. to all the information we have. That's all. So that's what got me is being a man that's. Uh, this is important. Hold on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Being somebody, this is an important text. You know what? This is more important than race in America. This text, <laughs> gotta go. Uh, yeah, it just hit me. It hit oh, me really hard. Oh, it's not text. It's a Facebook update. <laughs> it's a Facebook update. You liar. You said your eyes only welled up. Yeah. You cried, you little bitch. Little bitch. Um, I'm a sensitive person, and I'm more sensitive. You know what? That's okay. Whatever. Oh, I'm just more sensitive when my fucking senses aren't dulled by massive amounts of opiates, vodka, and coke, and heroin. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I've come to realize? Yes. No, I don't. I am... <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> um, I, too, am a sensitive person, but there's like a, like an evil side of the sensitivity where like I'm taking everything as a personal attack when it's not a personal attack. And that is like narcissistic as fuck to think that like everything's a personal attack and like, eh, I'm sensitive, but you know what? Not everything's a personal attack and it's not all about me. You know. My goodness. Reading a lot of books. I hear you. Reading a lot of books. I just, from the discussions we've had and without like going into detail, you're having some awakenings and I can tell. Seriously. Just from the day I met you, we're in a room. It's the very room I met you in. Yeah, this is it. This is the room. Roy's amazing documentary that's mm-hmm. going to be just at a couple award. of festivals. Just one best documentary at the Hollywood South Film Festival. Uh, 
Isn't it's such great? a big deal. Isn't that great? So that day, it's amazing. And it's well-deserved because he's extremely talented on multiple levels. I agree with you there. Um, but we met in this room, and I remember... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I took it personal that you didn't seem friendly enough to me. What? No. That's how fucked up I am. I don't even oh know gosh. you. I don't know what's going on with you. Right. And I was like, I don't think Roy's girlfriend likes me. <laughs> Okay, so I got you beat on the sensitivity level. Shit, but touche, man. I know what you mean. I know what you you mean. By the way, while we're talking about this, okay. When I was a kid, and I didn't respond the way that a forty-year-old man wanted me to. Yeah, he would say things like, "Don't act like a little girl." Do you imagine that's 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 his egoic shit? You know, that is his ego egoic shit. But I also believe that that is planting the seeds for that kind of masculinity that's fucking unacceptable. And the truth is, is I don't act like a little girl. I act like a little boy because, quite frankly, little girls are even more fucking mature than I was as a little boy. Does I'll that make sense? I'll take it a step further. You're acting like you had feelings. Uh, yeah, that's, I guess, really- <laughs> God forbid anyone have feelings and know how to feel them and think about what they're feeling. That's what I'm actually learning right now. It's like thinking about what I'm feeling and allowing myself There's to feel it. There's pressure on children My to God. act mature and adultish. Yeah. Don't when, cry. Be strong. Well, I'm fucking seven. I guess seven. I'm not allowed to cry. Let what me do you play mean? with my G.I. Joe and right. my fucking matchboxes and my Hot Wheels and mm-hmm. my fucking Sizzlers. Sizzlers were the shit. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what that is. Because you were. <laughs> Sounds even, like a restaurant. <laughs> you were, I, it is a restaurant. <laughs> but there were also these little cars you plugged into a battery pack. Oh, that's tight. And they just, you put them Sizzle. on the ground and they went and you built jumps for them. And oh, that's cool. Kinda I grew like up Hot in Wheels? a year of toys that had nothing to do with video games. That's the best. Playing with stuff. We had rock fights. Oh my God. <laughs> Just pelting rocks at each other? We would put on goggles and helmets and have rock fights. Oh, wow. And just go home all bruised the fuck up. That's neat. We shot each other with BB guns just to see like how... (laughs) We did crazy shit. We choked each other to unconsciousness just to get high. Oh, my God. People died from that. But it's like the sexual side of the the people dying from that. It was an autoerotic association (laughs) because we were only like nine. Right. But we... I was with a group of kids that wanted to get high before we got high. And we did that with sugar. We did it with BMX. We did it with mm. choking each other. We did it with cigarettes. Maybe I did that with catching tadpoles. I don't know. <laughs> I caught tadpoles. Those, that was like the best pastime. It's great. I'm going to go down the creek and catch some tadpoles. I don't know what I ever did with them. I probably put them back, but there's something meditative. I, I, had a, I kept them in my garage. Was it a catch and release? Situation well, like, with the tadpoles. If they didn't die, it would release them like a week later. I think you kept them in the garage in a dark garage for yeah. a week. I just liked having the fact that like I owned tadpoles, and then maybe it would turn into a frog in a week. That, did you really? I don't think know that, the science behind you don't it. Know the science. I mean, I had one who had legs, and it was like almost. Oh, a so frog. it was going. Yeah, it was like on its way to you being might have a frog. Been on your way to an evolutionary fucking discovery. You never even know. I have no idea. We crawled from the oozing, disgusting pond scum and became the upright, walking, brilliant people we are today. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, brilliant. Ooh, We're just the spearheads of evolution. 
the more you know. <laughs> Driven by ego and nuclear weapons and money. Yeah. Don't get even get me on <laughs> conspiracies. Yeah, no. <laughs> I could well, go you never all sent day. Me. Trust me. Since the last talk we've had, I get, you never sent me the Bourdain conspiracy oh, shit, which shit. I'm very upset I did about. It. I did it. I will. I will. I will. I we just watched a, I another conspiracy video on Pizzagate. That's oh God, interesting. Not that. That with was the pedophilia in the basement of the pizza. All I gotta say is, look, it's either okay. A, lo- a lot of things are like, eh, that could be anything, right? But there's few things where I'm like, that's weird. You know what I mean? Like the things well, that are like, like the fact that he, this dude who owns the PizzaGate place. What? Go, oh, hold on one second. I gotta say, first of all, back in the day, a few years ago, yes. I went on tour with this band called Liberty Deep Down. I was like their like, I like backup singer. No, I mean I was kind of like their back backup singer sometimes, but I did like the inventory and I like went on tour and like did did stuff for them. You know what I mean? And we played in the Comet Ping Pong place. Yeah. We had a show in there wow. in DC. Wow. And that's the fucking place that this conspiracy is around. So I learned that the other night. I was like, ah, that's insane. We I was in there. You know what I mean? So anyways, I'll continue I believe, on. listen, I do believe that there is a whole pedophilia thing going on. I don't I don't think it's just with it goes the Hollywood. as far as like people are saying it's in like Elite. the, I in think the Queen's plenty Castle. Of Republicans that, that it's are in involved. Buckingham Ca- Palace. Yeah. I think that's I I think that's across the board because people love to point the finger at liberals. Don't forget, there's plenty of fucking conservatives in Hollywood. They may not be as out as liberals, but Tim Allen, I'm watching you. But listen, so this dude, I can't remember his fucking name. It's like something, some sounds like French or something. The guy who owns the comment, please. He, he posts like a lot of pictures on Instagram of like different kids and babies. Right. But they're all different. But it would be the same hashtag, Karis James. What does that mean, right? Did and you so look then, it up? You hashtag well, Karis no, James? Well, no, the guy who did the video did it for me. The, 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 the surname, Karis, is a medication. I don't know what James is about, but it's a medication for like... I can't... God, did man, I wish I had more information on that. Or you're just watching the I was just watching video. it right okay, before Okay, let's bed. go a little deeper into the research. Because I don't know what care. I know a lot of medica- about medications. Do you, what, do you, it's, Maybe it's a Stockholm syndrome medication that they. I don't know. I I, I've never heard of I it, feel but like I I'm will like look it up. This because I don't want to continue further without the information. Okay, I will stay open minded and look up some of these things. We'll discuss them after the show, and mm-hmm. we'll come back next week with a full report. Yeah. Other than that, I've been uh, doing some self care stuff. Good for you. Yeah, I'm doing this whole resistance training thing. Oh, yeah? What is that? Cross training? Or? No, just resisting to go. <laughs> just refusing to go. Uh, to just gym. resisting to do anything. Yeah. yeah. I so haven't. I've been working. on the opposite end. I lost 12 pounds. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Rory's been going to the gym, too. I have not yeah. been going to the gym. But I don't know why I came. I think my coming, be, turning the age I was going to turn, I was like, um, I, I don't want to be fat, gray, <laughs> old Jew. I don't want to be fat. I'm going to be an old Jew no matter what happens, but I don't want to be fat and gray. So I've been That's doing fine. hot yoga. I've been doing whatever treadmill. I've been hitting the bag. I've been doing. I do a bunch of things so it doesn't get boring. Yeah, just weights. Keep it like just mix it up. Keep yeah, it and fresh. I really want to start training. All my friends are training, doing Muay Thai, doing jujitsu. I really want to start doing that. I have some shoulder and knee things I'm worried about. So I'm mm. gonna 
maybe just go in slow, but it's really good. Yeah. But Muay hot thai. yoga, I, I I don't know. I'm kind of resistant to that as well. Like yoga, I'm I down with. I enjoy yoga, but I just I feel like I'm gonna get like really dehydrated and like pass out in hot yoga. I want to tell you that whatever you think, set it aside because it changed my life. Mm, interesting. Hot yoga really changed my life because what it does is it literally wrings you out from the inside out. Oh, wow. Where just regular yoga is more exterior, yeah. but in sweating all those toxins out. Oh, yeah. And an hour after you do it, you have this energy and this aliveness and this awareness that is amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a big deal. I'm just... I'll take it into consideration. Just take it into consideration. Uh, so what days do we still have? Are we still doing mm. our day thing? I don't know. Season two is kind of just going with the flow. Okay. Just the That's two fun. of us do nice. Going with the flow. Going with the flow. I don't know. I might even make a new intro song. Who knows? Yeah, I would love for you. How about we do a song parody intro song? I, I would enjoy that. Wouldn't that be fun? I would enjoy it. That like a uh, Michael McDonald. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I would, how's that Let go? me look up a song. I don't know. I, I'm gonna look up a song where it's like we can make a really funny thing out of. Like maybe we can do Millennial and Gen X live together in perfect. <laughs> hum. I'm, believe me, my mind's going there. That's awesome. And you can sing pretty well, and I have some ideas about writing it, so we can write a different. Do we could do? Hey, we'll do the whatever the fuck we want. He is standing up now. That was so intense, and I respect it. Oh I don't, do, I ever, do I ever scare you? I'm sorry. The only thing I'm aware, I'm worried about is like blowing out the mic and then like oh, editing that's different. later. Okay, but that's or fine. blowing out your eardrums. <laughs> Like, I'm not, like, physically scared, but, like, I'm scared of the editing that comes afterwards. <laughs> um, can we talk about another political thing that's really and getting to me? What, what would that be? It's two sides to this, because you know me. I'm trying to make sense out of both sides. By the way, I have an amazing person for you to listen to that rips apart both sides equally. Oh, really? Who, is, who, who may that be? Jimmy Dore, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've Jimmy talked Dore. about him before. Amazing. Okay. John, so Mc- like John McCain was not a hero in the sense that you think he was a hero. I don't think he was a hero. Thank you. I'm so glad you said that. First of all, he backs Joe Arapapo. Second of all, he defended the scumbags that were involved in the biggest SNL scandal, not Saturday Night Live. Oh, what was Savings that? and loan bailout. Oh, okay. It just it goes on and on. He's a super war hawk. He even made this song once, bomb, 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 Iran. He was like saying, Oh my it's- god. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so all these goddamn people, liberals, Republicans, whatever, are like, oh, he was such a hero. He was such a this, he was such a that. And these other news sources that were rarely ever heard because mm-hmm. they're not mainstream media. They're not Fox. They're not CNN. They're not MSNBC. They're not HuffPo. They're not WAPO, Washington Post. WAPO. Um, I'm so not hip to this. WAPO. That they all. NY teams. I got so upset about this, Chelsea. What? That they all were just 
sucking this guy's dick about what an amazing war hero he was. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was in a POW camp, but he was also fighting a fucking war that was totally illegal. We had no business being in Vietnam. Did you see the Vietnam documentary? No, but I did see Parks and Rec, and Leslie Nope loved John McCain. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> and so. you know what? We'll tie it up the John McCain story right there with that. <laughs> Because I, I can't, there's nothing I can say that will top that. <laughs> if she loved Look, him, I, I love it. I, know I respect a lot of her. <laughs> I'm not even gonna, nope, she wins. I know things. She wins right? the McCain debate. <laughs> Leslie, nope, for the win. Right now, I'm spinning an air on chair because I don't even know what to say about John McCain anymore. Leslie, nope, for press. We're, one day we're gonna put all this on video because we're so fucking entertaining. We are. Look at us right now. Just fucking feet and knees up on the table. Yeah, that's good. I don't have Lean to pretend back. to be interested in a, in a guest. No. <laughs> We've had great guests. Great, I'm not going to bullshit, but can I go guests. ahead and air my little thing about guests? Mm, let's do it at the end of season two. <laughs> let's give some, some, some of these people something to look forward to. The big you know reveal what? at the end of season two-ish. And the truth is, I'm just as selfish, self-centered how come they didn't do anything for me type of motherfucker. Yeah, it's so. a, it's an egoic like outlook. We're like, okay, this person is not acting how I feel like You're they right. should be acting. The, right. the world, things aren't happening in the world the way, you know, I would have written them. You You're know, it's like, I'm the fucking, right. like, I think I'm the screenwriter I'm the and the actor. Did and you the get actor. the script? Yeah. Right. Oh, you didn't get the script. Like as if I'm the one who wrote the sc- screenplay for this whole thing. No, you're in life. right. I know, and I believe me. I, I went through the work that particular way, where everything. Ugh. Look, if all the world's a stage, as Shakespeare says, that means that everybody in it is an actor. The problem is, is I want to be the director as well and the screenwriter. Ooh, right. It the never screenwriter works. and the director and uh, the actor. Also, let me and the gaffer and the wardrober. Right. You're not. You're wearing some stupid like, shit. Lay, leave that to Dana. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> She's good at it. She was great. She killed it. She really likes you guys. I really like her. I hope you guys can work together. She doesn't want to do wardrobing or costuming. She will work with Roy anytime. That's how much she loves it. That's how much she loves the organization. That's great. The respect seems to get paid pretty well. Mm -hmm. And I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's doing her hypnotherapy, but we're both. Yeah, we had a blast on set. She was awesome. (laughs) She's great. Killed it. She's really funny. Did so she prepared. meet everybody here? I believe so. She met Delmar and everybody? Yeah, she really Delmar, Delmar was on set. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. What was this job? Delmar was on set for the Alcatel thing? Yeah, we co-produced. Oh. Wow. We co-produced that commercial. That must have been a pretty sizable commercial, that one. It was pretty big. We had like nine actors. Oh, so this is like and a major spot or a web spot? Five of them are kids. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's like you, kids when you is, have kids, like that's like a whole different oh. fucking realm of a shoot. And all the parents are there? Yeah. So it's you a lot to. of people. You've got you've got the kids, you've and got you the can, parents. Kids of the can't kids. work more than six hours or something. So we had ages <sighs> eight to twelve. So the rules on that, like they have to have a permit to work. You wow. have to have a permit to hire those kids who need oh, permits. So this is a bunch of stuff here. You have to have a studio teacher. Who's essentially like a babysitter, which is wonderful. So um, you had to hire that too. We had to hire a studio teacher. They can this is only a pretty big budget commercial, apparently. Uh, I don't. Not big, uh, but I'm just saying it's bigger than some of the ones he's done. 
It was a good one. So the kids... Non-union, obviously. Non-union, yeah. SAG is a whole different fucking animal. But these kids... people can make more non-union sometimes, so... Yeah. Uh, These kids, 8 to 12 years old, um, the different age groups has different rules on, like, hours on set. So this group, this age group, they can only be on set total for nine and a half hours. Seven hours of that is working. 30 minutes of that is lunch or meal and then two hours of that is resting so that's so good i got damn we need to bring those rules to china right so a lot of the people (laughs) a lot of the kids who auditioned they were so fantastic but they were under the age of nine you know what i mean so it's like nine to twelve you've got these kids i said i think before i said eight to twelve i meant nine to twelve anyone under nine it's a whole different rule book so you couldn't hire the eight-year-olds who did wonderful in the auditions. It was really, it was a bummer. They've got rules. Well, and, that, and rightly so, because there was a movie years ago called Twilight Zone that they were shooting here in Los Angeles, and I believe it was out in the Valley, and mm-hmm. it was Vic Morrow and these two children, and they'd been working these kids and Vic and the helicopter pilot for, I don't know, 12 or 14 hours. The helicopter pilot crashed what decapitated no vic morrow and killed the two children as well so after that on set yes like while feel free to look it up it was fucking horrific i don't know if they were twins they were vietnam vietnamese kids they might have been twins they were doing like this funky remake of the vietnamese war some some uh twilight zone type you know you've watched the twilight zone so it was different segments within this movie of what was going on. It was horrific. It was the that's most horrible, horrible thing. And that is when they were like, what the fuck's going on? And that's when a lot of these laws, laws yeah, about child labor, place. whether it's fucking entertainment industry or whatever, mm-hmm. was like, you can't. Kids, by the way, women and children had basically no rights. Also, I don't know if you've ever worked with kids on set, but like after an hour, like they, they're bored. And they don't want to do it anymore. You know what I mean? Like some of these kids were very professional, but some of the kids were like, like they they stopped taking direction. Uh, Oh yeah. That's, that's hard. That's gotta be tired and bored and they get hungry. That's why the studio teacher is awesome. Cause they're on there just like helping you out. Keeping they got them excited. It. Yeah, they got it. They got their coloring books. He I don't know how Spielberg did it with all these movies that were just filled with kids. He got the best out of them, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe there's something with Pizzagate that happened there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is Spielberg part of Pizzagate? Mm. What's wrong with me? You know what makes me sad? Well, it doesn't make me sad, but you know what? I feel sad when I think about, like, this whole thing with Kevin Spacey. I feel sad about that. I, I don't feel sad. What I feel is... It's like a bummer, you know? Like It's I, a bummer I, that all of these guys did this. It's a bummer that these people had to suffer at the hands of these fucking maniacs. Yeah. And like, of a Kevin Spacey. Of it, like, right. And it's like, you don't even know like what goes on bef- behind closed doors with all these people that like you look up to, you no, know? No, you don't. There's, there's a Jekyll and Hyde thing. Yes. There's a Jekyll and Hyde thing that happens in Hollywood, just like there is anywhere else in politics and corporations. And the thing is, is it usually doesn't come out until it's festered into such a sickness and so much harm has been done to so many people. And it's, it's overwhelming the amount of damage that's been done by the time we see it, Mm -hmm. you know? So I feel horrible for 
for, for all the women that suffered under Weinstein, for all the women that suffered under so many directors and producers. And there's a lot of people out there say, well, you know, she was going to do anything to make it. I'm sorry. Does that make it right for a director to prey on somebody who's so vulnerable, who wants to make it in their career that they'll do anything? Do I take advantage of that? Or do I take the high road and be like, you know, I'm not comfortable with you doing those things. Like there's just gotta be a high road for both parties involved. Right. I hear you. And I, I think I see a little bit of both sides, you know, like I, I see like, absolutely. It's so wrong of these men to do what they're doing. And I'm going to let you say everything you're about to say right now. I know I'm no business. I know saying speaking up for women. I, and I don't, I, this is the opposite. Send the hate mail. I, we don't care. <laughs> I'm going to get so much hate for what I'm about okay. to say, but say you know what? It. I'm going to say it. It's your fucking experience or opinion up to this point. I, I You know what I mean? I'm not going to rip you apart for it. I If I'm wrong, I will own up to what I'm saying as or wrong. Or you'll have a new experience with truth and you'll see where you're wrong. Nobody can tell you you're wrong. You can only see mm-hmm. in your innermost self that you're wrong. So please continue. So, you know, the whole Harvey Look Weinstein thing. Yes. It was wrong what he did to those women. Horrific. But also, these women are going to his apartment at what, three in the morning? Like, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think Again, is going to go on? I don't on? think I'm in a position to. I, but I will say can, this. These can I be will rhetorical say this. questions. Okay, rhetorical question. You're going to a man's Okay, so house when I was a single man. In the middle of the night. Like when women came over at that hour, it was really only for one thing. Right. Exactly. I don't know of any women that were involved in the Harvey Weinstein thing that went over to his apartment at 3 a.m. in the morning. This is a sensitive fucking issue. It's a very fine line. And 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 anything that I'm saying right now is absolutely going to be twisted. I'm not I'm not sticking up for Harvey Weinstein. I absolutely disagree with everything that he's done. Right. 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 But for me, you think there's an accountability or a responsibility for the individual that put themselves in a position at three in the morning, right? That let's face it, you're not going to be hammering out any Hollywood deals at three a.m. in the morning, right? I'm not going to go over to As some a single stranger's to, right, house right, who's right. a Hollywood executive at three in the morning to look over a script. Like, no, I'll meet okay. you for coffee. That's fair. Next day around noon. Yeah. you know what I and mean. You know what? That's totally fair. Like, Chelsea. I'm not. I'm, it's, it's fair. And does that mean I blame the woman off the bat? Fuck no. I don't blame it. I don't blame the woman but does at that, all. That, but, but the thing know, it says to me is like... Take a look at yourself. Don't put yourself... And don't put yourself in a vulnerable situation. Right. You know? And I don't know how Harvey lured them over there. Maybe he did say, let's just look over the script. Maybe it was just about, hey, come by and have a drink. No, no funny business. Just come on by. Because there right. are recordings of him... Forcing himself them, on yeah, women, right? And it's wrong. And, she, and the woman's even saying, "Like, I just came over to talk. No, please leave me alone." Like, she had to fucking make her way mm-hmm. over, uh, away from this fucking scumbag. And this can be easily <sighs> twisted. What I'm saying is saying, "Oh, because someone did something that you no, didn't, I that like. you wouldn't do." No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm simply pointing out the fact that you know someone who you know wants to make it in this industry gets invited to this creepy dude's fucking hotel room and he was creepy obviously then. <laughs> he's creepy before you get there you know what i yeah, mean he's creepy. and then you show up there midnight you know to, like that's not i i personally keeping it to myself i'm not telling anyone what they should and should not do i personally even if i was a year ago sick sicker than what i am now i would not show up to someone's a hotel room or apartment or house you wouldn't have in done the middle that for, of the night just you wouldn't have done a, that for dog eat dog if no. Willem Dafoe or fucking 
Absolutely not. Schrader like, called you and said, hey, uh, you know, come over tonight. I'm working late, so I won't be... What? That's who directed it, right? Yeah. Paul Schrader. So if Paul Schrader called you at two in the morning, or oh, fuck that, if Paul Schrader called you at five o'clock in the afternoon and said... You know, I uh, he talks so funny. <laughs> and you'd be like, uh, I'm not comfortable with that. And right. that was three years ago, right? Right. I'd be like, you want to meet at Starbucks, like somewhere in public, like uh, some strange man that I do not know. I don't feel comfortable putting myself in that position of I think being you alone raise with a really him. good point that this is about personal responsibility. You know, like I'm not blaming the woman. Right. And not you know, being it's stuck. It's not her fault. But right. I mean... I have some vision, maybe. You're right. And not being stuck in an idea that maybe there's a, a, a lot of, you know, denial really means that I don't even know I am lying. Denial Isle is a dangerous place. All right. <laughs> what I'm saying it's is it's almost is as bad as Procrastination Station. <laughs> I'm going to get so much fucking what hate are mail. The, what is oh these? my God. It's okay. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. It's okay, acronym pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. What I'm saying is, is, if you don't even know that you're lying to yourself by going somewhere at three in the morning, why don't you have somebody ask somebody instead of impulsively showing up somewhere right. where you're putting your life in danger? That right. goes for anybody. What about an actor? Like, I'm sure it's a really male. easy to for someone to rationalize that. Yeah, there's a there's dudes that have done the same thing and probably didn't want to be in the position they were in, and mm-hmm. there's probably children. Yeah, children, children actors. That's a whole different beast. Yeah, they 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 don't know. I'm you telling know? you, man, that shit's going to come also, out. Also, they have curfews. Because so that they Brian wouldn't go Singer midnight. and all those fucking people, man, they're gnarly. I got some other personal shit on Brian Singer, but I'm not going to say it on here. I don't want a lawsuit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's all right. It'll all come out. I worked. At, let's just put it this way. I worked at a hotel for a year and a half in the middle of West Hollywood, and I seen some shit. He saw some shit. He saw it. Not going to discuss it, but I do have a blog. If you're interested, I will send you the address to the blog. There are some names that have been changed to protect me, just in not case. them, to protect me from them. Yeah, because you know I don't want to get back into conspiracies, but I'm gonna. Yeah, <laughs> people disappear. Oh no, people disappear. People disappear from all kinds of situations. Right. Oh, I'm not in any, I'm in no denial over that mm-hmm. or any delusion. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen any new? But, uh, yeah, I don't know what that looks like at all because Did I'm not on that Did you see the Whitney level. Houston conspiracy? Oh my God. Wait, was that's a movie now. That's a documentary. They made a documentary, but that's not the conspiracy. But she was also a raging freebaser addict. Still, so it's weird that like, okay, so I'm going to butcher this. God, I wish I could daughter like, and her both died in a tub. Right, but <laughs> it's very like, strange. Wh- what was it like? A day or two before she was found dead at a tub, she came out soaking wet, like claiming that they were like trying to kill her or something. And then two days later, they found her drowned in a tub. That's strange. What's where's Bobby Brown in all of this? Is, is there any information about what is not nothing that I've heard? Was this a YouTube video as well? Yeah, <laughs> I love it. You and Roy just They're sit so there. So interesting to watch eating popcorn and looking at conspiracy. No, I, I eat a Hershey bar and watch these videos. Oh, by the way, have you ever put raisinets? In, do you like raisins? Ew. Okay, so that wouldn't work. How about milk duds? Do you like Yum, milk duds? I love milk duds. Okay, put milk duds in popcorn. Just I trust don't like me popcorn. On this. Popcorn gives me a headache. 
Oh, okay. What even good popcorn that's organic? I, I didn't even know there was such thing as organic. Well, yeah. That is the most LA thing I've ever heard no, you say. No, it's not. <laughs> oh my god. Do you know how many GMOs are in fucking corn? <laughs> no. Oh. Organic yeah. popcorn? No, that was funny. Sorry. It, um, it's okay. It's okay. I didn't know it either you know until I do I, like I do like kettle corn. But like butter popcorn, I don't like. It gives me a headache. Kettle corn and milk duds. Kettle corn is tight. At my age, though. By the way, I just turned 54 years old yesterday. I know. Happy late birthday. And I haven't done a thing with my life. And I'm not unhappy about it. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. YOLO. Actually, I wrote a book. You did. You wrote a freaking book. And now we're co-writing a screenplay that you created. Yeah. I'm going to ride the coattails of Roy Thai and Thailand Productions. You are doing things. All right. I'm not riding anybody's coattails. It never works. No. Um, Yes, I'm doing some stuff. My book has 38 reviews on Amazon. Huge. It's kind of a big deal. Even even Obama's picture book doesn't have that many reviews. Hey, oh, I don't even know you had a picture book. That's apparently nobody does. Um, Now y'all know. Even Keegan Allen's Hollywood picture book doesn't have a 16th. Of the amount of reviews that I have. Wow. Another person I gave my book that never read it and said they would. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all hear that? But you know what? The thing is, too, is as a writer, you always got to give your shit out. Yeah. People will buy you it. You never know. You, but you, you have to get your book into as many hands of people that have some juice as possible. It's all good. I don't care. They don't really, it didn't cost me money to give any of these books out. Give your book to the juice and then sip your tea. To the juice? The juice. Oh, juice. Okay. Because <laughs> Jews do run Hollywood. Did, were you just talking about juice? Not Jews. I'm joking. Juice. Speaking I love of when people ju- say Jews run Hollywood. It's like, well, I don't think so of, anymore. Speaking of Jews, I think the I'm Chinese watching, do. <laughs> I'm rewatching Curb Your Enthusiasm. The whole seasons? Yeah. So Larry good. David is fucking hilarious. Oh, he's brilliant. He's so he's, funny. He's brilliant. I don't know if you've ever seen his stand-up. It's amazing. I've not seen a stand-up. Oh, my God. That I man. It's funny, because I wasn't a huge Seinfeld fan. Like, I like Seinfeld, but Curb is just such, it's so, so good. different. It's, it, it's the mundane, minuscule bullshit that we have to put up with all the time and he just is not gonna pretend that it's okay no like i love how like he he'll make things like he'll make jokes out of things that like people actually like like for me like some of the things i'm like yeah what the fuck is up with that and he'll just like make it into a joke on the show yeah i also like that he's not so clever it's not all fucking pc'd out yeah that he pokes fun at gays and blacks (laughs) and jews and everybody is open season right and I, you know what? I don't mean open season. That's a horrible way to put it, especially in the era of mass murdering well, I and understood. shootings. I understood what you meant. He just plays with all of the cultures and ethnic groups and has fun with it. Look, I understand you're talking to those who are offended right now. Hey, don't be offended. I don't know. Hopefully we don't have that kind of crowd of people because if you're offended I sure by hope the not from what I said things, earlier. <laughs> You should be offended by what's going on and what we're doing geopolitically. You should be offended by the fact that they're trying to overturn Roe v. Wade. You should be offended by the fact that they're overturning all the environmental uh, rules and concepts and things that we've had in place. Just be offended by something that matters. 
Or don't live your life. Or don't be offended at all and live in a fucking bubble. Or if ignorance is bliss and you have no idea what's going on at all, God bless you because I fucking feel all of it because I'm sensitive going back to the beginning of the show. Great callback. Great callback. Sensitivity. I've been working on that callback for the last half hour. I was just trying to get it into the right. It took uh, 35 minutes to get to that callback, and I respect <laughs> it. Is that how long we've been doing this? Yeah. That's not bad. Not it bad. feels like hours. Yeah. I think it's because I really start getting sick of hearing my own voice. Yeah. like I, I like hearing your voice. I'm noticing that I ran out of things to talk about, so I, that's why I brought up Curb Your Enthusiasm. Well, you did a great job, because that took us on another tangent. Oh, I did learn. Roy told me last night that I guess Larry David played with, played golf with OJ the day he allegedly killed his wife. Uh, I think we need to get Larry on the stand. Yeah. Was Larry ever brought on Was the stand? Was he a witness? I don't know. Who, where did Roy hear? Is this conspiratorial? I don't know. He read it online. So, I mean, it could be true. It's got to be true. He saw it on the internet. Yeah. That's like the new world, new age philosophy right yeah. there. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so what else? You know, I feel like you're more on top of it with music. So maybe in future shows you can bring in, and you have good taste in music too, because you're actually you. a real singer not some fucking marble mouth, fucking saggy jeaned, <laughs> buggy whipped arm, fucking fruit loop teethed. Teeth, fruit loop tooth, fruit loop tooth. That's six nine Takayashi, whatever Mirakami. I don't know. Uh, what are you even saying? This is just some rappers, man. That, that are look such like a do- fucking nowadays? embarrassment to hip hop. Just an embarrassment to hip hop. And listen again, ageism. I grew up in a different era of hip hop that was. It's just about really pushing things politically, about really waking people up. So when I see a Takashi 6ix9ine... Listen, back in my day, <sighs> fuck. we had these things called doodle, ba- doodle, doodle bears, right? They were little teddy bears that you can have a marker and you can doodle all over them. Oh, wow. That's what rappers look like today. Yeah, they do. It's hilarious. But you know what else they also look like? What? Like if you see them without shirts on, it looks like they're wrapped in a Chipotle wrapper. <laughs> Because the tattoos are so random and weird and and, and like all black and silver. <laughs> Sorry, I stole that from a meme I saw, but That's I don't give funny. a shit. Yeah, it's like a Chipotle rapper. That's Chipotle <laughs> rapper. Literally. That hey, there's an ad campaign. I'm not a Seventh Avenue guy, but that would work. <laughs> all right, should we wrap this up? Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. Yeah. Because um, this felt very freewheeling. Yeah. I didn't have to pretend to be uh, interested. interested. <laughs> Not you, David. You were amazing. Yeah. I do mean that. Yeah. What a subtle, humble fucking guy, too. Yeah. No yeah. ego. That that dude doesn't, he doesn't have an ego. And if he does, he sure hides it well. Right. I agree with you there. He was a really solid dude. David, we love you. I'm not just saying this because you're huge in Hollywood right now. <laughs> And that you could uh, take a look at this screenplay. <laughs> well, he's already looked at our stuff. He's already read my book, and he's actually already looked at the one sheet for a TV show that we wrote, that oh, Anonymous. Great. And now he's reading the pilot, and he gave me great notes on Amazing. the one sheet. Like, really good notes. Amazing. Because the one sheet's like four years old, so he kind of oh, yeah. brought yeah. it to the present with some stuff that could Modified be... Modified it. Yeah, some stuff that could be highlighted. So Sweet. Hey, we'll see. I'm just, know. Uh, you know, just a, just an old guy trying to make it in Hollywood. That's all. Just an old guy trying to make it in Hollywood. 
And the cool thing is, you can. Do you imagine that's who I spoke and that's who you're calling? Hey, hey, how you doing, Jay Chowski? I'm just old guy trying to make a Hollywood. <laughs> I got one man show I'm doing North Hollywood, way, way down, but it, you know it's a good show. My mother's gonna show up too. I would, I would actually, um, it would sound like the the concept <laughs> of our podcast a lot more. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna do different. I think I'm gonna do ten minutes of different characters when Why we not? do this show. We're just work on our character voices, right? Yeah, sounds you have some good, good ones. Uh, yeah. You don't want to fuck with your singing or your character voices. You know what? I'll get there eventually. All right. We're going to push you on that in the second season. I really hope so. Season two-ish. I'm going to be the Weinstein to oh, your... Oh, God. All right. Well, don't invite me over at 3 a.m. because I'm for sure not coming. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, could you come over and... Uh, I can hear you sing mm-hmm. while I sit in my bathrobe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you, will you sing and massage me at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> Just my feet. <laughs> Ew, Weinstein's Ew. feet must be so gnarly. Do you imagine being the pedicurist? Ew. Being the pedicurist to a Harvey Weinstein has to be such a thankless uh. fucking job. I don't care how much you get tipped. Uh. Oh, tipped. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that right, note. Gotta go. <laughs> this was really good. Yeah. I, I hope people it. liked it, but I don't really give a fuck. If you didn't, cool too. Yeah, That's switch fine. the dial. There's 17,000 podcasts you can listen to. All right. Just tell other people about it. They might like it. We're number 16,990. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to rate and review us, please do. It helps other people find us, believe it or not. Um, you can Just write. the two of us. Yeah, you can write into the show at me and Marcus at gmail.com. Um, you if you're pissed off at me, let me know. It, you, listen, we will take any... Uh, I don't care. I'm not that sensitive, by the way. You can shred me for anything I said. Ooh. Actually, I'll invite you down to the studio. We'll even put you on the mic if you have a real valid point. I would like, you know what? I would like to see people emailing into the show and roasting you. Oh, I would love that. Please send me a roasting fucking email. How fun would that be to read? Not only will I read it on the air, I might buy you a cup of coffee. Yeah. If I see some truth in it and some stuff I need to work on within myself... Well, I'll consider you my sage. <laughs> sage that he'll light through the studio and burn off the negative yes. effects. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. And bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.